You are listening. You are listening. You are listening to the Fly Fishing ninety seven podcast. A drop schedule because we do monthly drops. We do new products every month with a theme. And we laid out the year and went into the lab, as we call it, in probably March, April timeframe, and then came out. And really, between you and I, Mark, I guess between us and, and your audience, we it's really it was a cold start from May, like just boom, go. Let's just see what's out there, see how the market reacts. And mm-hmm. and we came out in, initially with our brown trout, what we should call brown towns in May. Followed that with our bow towns, our rainbow trout themed in June. And we came out with our own original design here in July. And then coming in August, we just announced this on Instagram, is our smallie town. So smallmouth is our theme for August. So we'll have a series of shoes that are smallmouth themed coming up. So that's Project Healing Waters. And then Casting for Recovery is the other organization. And that actually is extra personal in that my wife is a breast cancer survivor from a couple of years ago. And they're just, they just do a great job. And if you talk to people that are currently involved with that organization and their consistency and how they've built it over the years and the impact it has on people, because I've talked to some folks that uh, are a part of it and have gone to some of their retreats and get togethers, it's, it's just a great organization. So the bottom line is 2% comes into like a kitty, think of that, uh, that we, we, we put off to the side. And at the, at the end of the year, we will give half to Project Healing Waters and then half to Casting for Recovery out of that 2%. Welcome to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast, featuring interviews with passionate people within the fly fishing industry. We focus on guides, conservation, resort managers, gear, and talented fly tires bringing usable information to fly fishers. The Fly Fishing 97 podcast is brought to you by The Fly Crate. Theflycrate.com is your source for all things fly fishing. The Fly Crate offers a monthly fly club. We select patterns every month for your home waters. With membership, you'll receive flies created to match the hatch in your area, along with the Fly Crate's guide magazine, the convenience of having flies delivered right to your door, some sweet stickers. Discover new patterns and start stocking your fly boxes now. Theflycrate.com Here's your host, Mark Hopley. We're going to take you out to Indianapolis in just a moment. But uh, first, before we get going in the show, I want to tell you about a, a special thing we got going. Dan Moyers from Catchflow coming up next about this uh, creative footwear he's got. Brown trout inspired, rainbow trout inspired, smallmouth bass inspired. Uh, if you want to stand out in the crowd and have some some fly fishing footwear for your everyday, uh, check out this discount code. He's got he's got uh, 10% off any product good through the end of September uh, 2021. All you have to do is go to uh, Catchflow, and the uh, the discount code is FF97POD. That's FF97POD. You'll get 10% off any of Dan's products with Catchflow. And we are very happy you joined us today, wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast. We are heading out to Indianapolis, Indiana. We've got Dan Moyers on the line. Now, Dan is with Catchflow, and he's created some pretty cool artist-crafted fly fishing footwear. Um, Actually, they got my attention in, in a hurry. Hey, Dan, thanks so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Mark. Good to be with you. As I often say, long time, uh, long time fan and listener of the pod. So it's uh, really an honor to be on with you. Well, I, I appreciate that. So 
let's talk about how this all started for you. Um, I always like to start with your fly fishing history. So let's start there. Um, Absolutely. What brought you to the water? How did you get your passion kind of ignited for fly fishing? Oh, love to talk about that. Uh, I think like a lot of folks, Mark, for me, it goes back to early days, childhood, actually growing up in Ohio. And I was the classic kid running around to different retention ponds and farm ponds, spin fishing, and had an older friend, actually, probably six, seven years older than me, and like a real, I always say like a Bear grills kind of guy, just a cool older guy that just took me out and we fish. He taught me this, that, and the other. And so I grew up uh, just fishing, pan fish and, you know, bass, carp, just some different Midwestern style fish. And so that was a big part of my, my, my growing up, my childhood. And then uh, college happened and, and work and life and golf was a part of my life for a while. All those things happened. And, and uh, all of a sudden, for me now, going back about 20 years, I went to work for a company and a couple of my colleagues there were just great fly anglers and real helpful, educatory type folks and lent me some gear, took me out a couple of times, kind of sent me on my way. And so I like rediscovered or reignited my passion for fishing. But in this case, it became fly fishing. And that was 1997, eight, something like that out in Denver, Colorado, where I lived at the time. And mm-hmm. here we are now, 20 plus years later. <laughs> so what were you doing day job wise before you got so heavily into catch flow? Um, what was your, your day job? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been involved in business, uh, technology in particular, software, startups, a whole host of things over many, many years at this point. And one of the things I wanted to share, Mark, is since Catchflow, very much a new entity, new company, new brand, new effort, we're only a handful of months old. So right now, I still have a very fun, challenging day job. And Catchflow is a side hustle that's rampant and, and amping up. So I, I still I still retain a, a pretty fun a challenging day job, but I really, really am uh, way deep down the rabbit hole in a good way with catch flow. <laughs> it amazes me how many people I talk to in in the fly fishing <laughs> world. They say the word side hustle, but it's not. It's not really a side hustle. It's just hustle, hustle, right, all the time. Yeah, that is a great way to put it. And one of the things you may have uh, found in talking to folks like myself, as you were describing, there is it's so. Uh, energizing because yes, it's about the company and the brand and the product and what we're building. But I just love, I'm meeting like new folks through Catchflow every day, uh, whether it's through Instagram or in our case, uh, podcasts or just, you know, out there scanning the industry. I'm planning to make a trip this year out to uh, IFTD in October, or I'm sure I'll meet a host of other new people. And so it is like self perpetuating mm. <laughs> if you think about it that way, because I've always enjoyed, which is one of the reasons I started Catchflow, working with people like my lead designer to make things for other people that really bring them some happiness or a kick or whatever it might be. Right. And to me, it's kind of easy to hustle when it's it just keeps rolling. You know, each each day is an adventure. What's it like? What's it like for you working in kind of the fly fishing space? I mean, obviously. I'm sure people from all walks of life are, are, are get buying into the shoes. I mean, they're pretty cool looking. We'll talk about them in a second, but, um, sure. Does that make sense? Like the, the people that you're surrounding yourself in now are mostly fly fishing centric. Is that, has that been a bit of a move from other businesses you've been involved in? 
It has. It has. What's been helpful, though, is since I've been fly fishing for myself personally, I fish. I'm on the water. I'm not saying full days by any means, but I'm on the water probably 100 plus days a year here in the Midwest. And I do some traveling and working from different places throughout the country. So for me, because I was already and still am an angler, I always just feel a natural ability, I feel like, to start up or have a conversation with somebody with some credibility relative to fly fishing. So I think that's been helpful. But not being from industry, I got to tell you, I'm pleasantly or been pleasantly uh, surprised. I think it is challenging a lot of times to come into a new industry. I've worked in various uh, over the years and for the most part, always had good, good vibes and good experiences there. But fly fishing in particular has been very welcoming, frankly, mm-hmm. uh, whether, whether it's having chats with uh, some fly shop owners, um, uh, you know, certainly folks that you and I might think of as, as thought leaders, uh, influencers, just folks out there in the, the Instagram uh, world. I've just found that platform incredibly positive for, for me and for us as a company yeah. and super engaging that way. So okay. um, the, key, the key, though, is my style or what I try to do is make sure I, I first have something of interest or hopeful interest and value to share with somebody and, and get to know them first before I go too far down the road of, of getting, you know, them up to speed on me. I'm, I'm very much, or try to be pretty conversational with people and pretty, pretty chill about it. Right. I'm sure Well, shows are starting to ramp up now, which is kind of exciting because, um, it's I'm, good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good timing. So t- talk to me, Dan, about how you started cash flow. Um, what, what made you come up with this idea of creating, you know, footwear sure. that kind of have the brown trout spots on them or the, uh, you know, the, <laughs> <laughs> I, they definitely eye catching and unique. Yep. So talk to me about that. Sure. How, how'd you come up with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think like a lot of particularly, uh, we'll say younger or startup or early stage, uh, companies or, or brands, a lot of times it comes from the founder themselves or the co-founders, looking to solve a problem that they have personally. And so going back to 2020 and the, the year from hell, frankly, for, for everyone, uh, I did find myself out fishing more, you know, during the, the pandemic heights, if you will, of 2020. And having a, a little bit more time in my hand, thinking more and more last year about fly fishing than I even had in prior years. Uh, I've always been somebody that likes apparel and accessories and footwear. I just have some uh, maybe odd. I don't think it's odd, but some people might just draw toward those right. kind of things. And so I, I was Googling around saying, where can I find some casual lifestyle? Where can I find some footwear to kind of show off my passion a little bit off the water? I had plenty of great technical footwear from Sims. I had some corkers. Again, I had all the stuff I needed technically, mm. yeah. but they're just that I, that I found um, out there. There just wasn't, call it like a Vans or a little bit of a streetwear vibe in footwear for fly fishing. And it's because, I'm sure, it's a super niched market. So as I was Googling around, like most people would do, came across some interesting things here and there. Maybe it's on Etsy or Zazzle or somewhere. You know, people doing some artisty things, but really not uh, at scale. I mean, certainly some nice product out there. And I'm the kind of person who's entrepreneurial by nature, stepped back and said, hey, wait a second here. That looks like maybe there's like a void in the market, a gap in the market. So I did some further research and just couldn't come across of anything. And I'd been looking, frankly, for a way to get into the industry, mm-hmm. and I met I met at the same time, believe it or not, through uh, serendipity, a person who is a designer in the outdoor space, uh, both an artist and a graphic designer. And I said, "Hey, 
I, I myself, Dan, I'm not an artist or a designer, but I have decent vision, I think, around what might look interesting on a shoe. So we teamed up. His name's Stuart Forrest. He is and, and started as our lead designer and just stepped back and said, okay, I think I can make a business of this. Uh, the internet and various tools for shopping and doing things online are all there. Those are all relatively point and click, pretty low cost uh, tools to bring to bear. So you can really get going hmm. with the business pretty quickly. So I thought about it as, as a lot of people do for a few months. I'm definitely a doer, not just a thinker. <laughs> and I, I, I jumped in after the new year with Stuart. We talked about it, put together a little partnership, came up with a drop schedule because we do monthly drops. We do new products every month with a theme. And we laid out the year and went into the lab, as we call it, in probably March, April timeframe. And then came out, and really between you and I, Mark, I guess between us and, the, and your audience, we it's really it was a cold start from May, like just boom, go, let's just see what's out there, see how the market reacts, and mm-hmm. and we came out in, initially with our brown trout, what we should call brown towns in May, followed that with our bow towns, our rainbow trout themed in June, and we came out with our own original design here in July. And then coming in August, we just re- announced this on Instagram, is our Smalley Town. So Smallmouth is our theme for August. So we'll have a series of shoes that are Smallmouth themed coming up. How's the feedback been from, from your customers so far? <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been great. Like any, uh, frankly, just from zero uh, start, you know, brand or company, it's an incremental day-to-day. You're just chipping away, trying to get the word out there. But all of the folks that have purchased our shoes so far, uh, have all received them and, and love them. Frankly, we've had no returns. We've had nothing but five-star reviews. We've had people share proactively that they're great conversation starters and people are asking about them. And then we've done a pretty good effort around trying to engage our followers. We do a little bit of research, like we'll ask a question here or there. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, uh, unanimously, uh, now, I could be also sometimes hearing what I want to hear, but but unanimously, the feedback is like, this is absolutely different. There's n- nothing else like this out there. Focus on fly fishing. And these are really, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're slick. They're cool. They're rad. They're, I'm, I'm stoked, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So overall, we feel great about the reception. We're just out trying to, through helping, uh, whether it's coming on a great show like yours, just trying to get the word out there. And... So far, so good. Probably the best way to sum it up. So we're chatting today with Dan Moyers from Catchflow. Dan's based right now out of uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, now, the, we're talking about some shoes, some some pretty cool footwear. Check out their Instagram account for Catchflow. So these are um, crafted, unique, kind of one-of-a-kind shoes. Um they got like, you know, some of the high tops with the brown trout on them. And you said you got the rainbow trout kind of look. What are this? How do you do a smallie type look? I'm curious what that's going to look like. <laughs> yeah, well said. I'm, cu- I'm curious myself. I just gave some direction, call it creative direction or product direction to, to Stuart, our lead designer uh, here in the last couple of days. And certainly we'll be out in the market with them by the time the show probably airs. So I'm interested to see what he comes up with. What we've done so far, Mark, is with each release on the the fish theme side is we'll come up with something that's fairly arty that really presents the notion of the fish. And then also something we call more of a smooth design, which is a bit more uh, conceptual or abstract, but it, it, it has hints of whether it's the, um, you know, the scale or skin pattern of the fish or some nod to, to that particular species. So 
you'll have to uh, sit tight until the 12th of August at 8 p.m. We're going to do our drop for August uh, with the Smalley Town uh, shoes. I'm thinking there may or may not be some tiger stripes or some red eyes involved. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, I think you're I think you're onto something with the what I'll call the iconic red eye of yeah of the small mouth for sure. And what what is kind of cool? I, I mentioned this when we announced the theme for August is. Uh, with me and therefore Catchflow being based in the Midwest. I mean, we are in the heart of Smalley country. We have some of the best Smalley fishing uh, here in Indiana in particular. And so I fish most of the time when I'm out fishing in the Midwest for Smalleys. We've got a couple of of tailwater and some other more curated trout streams and spring creeks that I'm able to get after some trout. But uh, it's just kind of at the heart of who we are. So it'd be kind of fun to give a nod to, to more of our home state or our home regions, uh, key fish. Yeah. Well said. So we'll get back to, to catch flow and we'll get back to uh, your Instagram where we can go and follow, um, the latest designs of footwear and find you online at your.com. I want to get uh, to know you off the water a little bit, Dan, you sure. ready for a few random questions? Well, I say random, yeah, but absolutely. they're really not that random. Uh, when you're <laughs> when you're driving in your truck on the way to chase smallies or whatever you're doing, what yeah. what is playing on the stereo in your vehicle? Yeah, that is a great question. As I'm sure most of your guests uh, say, for for me, it, it's it depends on on the mood and the situation. You might find me listening to uh, some some electronic music. Uh, you might hear me listening to bluegrass for whatever reason. I think it's because they got some new music out for the first time. Well, I've been listening to Kings of Leon quite a bit. That kind of gets me in some kind of a, a fishing mood. But I'm the classic all-over-the-map guy. You know, really, if it's got a kind of a good driving beat to it, uh, or if I'm in more of a trying to relax or or kind of chill out kind of mood. A lot of times bluegrass seems to hit me for whatever reason when I'm on the stream or heading to it. Yeah. Um, so if you're headed to chase smallies, talk to me about a go-to pattern. What's one go-to fly pattern you can't live without when you're chasing those smallmouth? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I mentioned this the other day in one of our posts where we we were hinting at our upcoming theme with smallmouth is personally for me, um, I, I like fishing. I mean, most people that's fish for smallies, they certainly love the top water action, uh, with a boogle bug or, you know, terrestrial, but I actually really like also mid column fishing and, and I like the merge minnow in particular. That's what confidence pattern for me. Uh, yep. It's been a good, a good fly for me here in the Midwest. Our go-tos tend to be the Murdich, the Clouser, um, and then, you know, top water it's, you know, boogles, 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 and, and beetles, 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 <laughs> depending on the time of year. Got it. So, so if you're, if you're fishing those streamers, what's your go-to color? Yeah, here in, at least in central Indiana, we, uh, those that like myself, uh, fish a good bit around here, a lot of chartreuse, hmm. chartreuse and white. So chartreuse seems to be a good, a good go-to. We also have a lot of, of damsels and dragonflies in this part of the state. And so, uh, blue, it's often a good, a good color. So I think I'd probably, probably say those two off the top of my head. Is there a go-to fly shop? in and around Indianapolis for you, is there a coffee shop? Where do you get your fix on fly fishing when you're not in your waders? Yeah, you're, you're probably not going to believe this, but a little burg that I actually live in, it's just north of Indianapolis called Zionsville. And also where my day job is, we're based there. So three to four or five minute commute. And across the parking lot from where I work uh, is a fly shop, one of two in the Indianapolis area called Moving Waters Outfitters. Perfect. And they're all, they are awesome. Um, they are just the kind of fly shop that 
welcomes um, any angler of any type, of any skill level, of any interest into the shop. They do a lot of classes to teach and bring new people into the sport. They do a lot of not just selling of everything you can imagine, fly fishing and apparel-wise, but also they're big into kayaks and boats. That's another thing they're known for. So I just love those guys. Mike Exel is one of the owners there. Mike's in the shop uh, a whole bunch. So I can't say enough about them, but also on the northeastern uh, side of town, Long's Time Fly Shop, that's also really well thought of, is called Fly Masters over in uh, the northeastern part of Indianapolis. It's great, too. Now, just out of curiosity, would any of these fly shops happen, just happen to have any catch flow footwear? <laughs> i am chipping i i am chipping away at that i promise you i'm chipping away yeah i've just i've begun to have just because i know them uh literally in my backyard or my back door the folks at moving water and we do have this retail dealer program and i'm glad you you mentioned that we are just beginning um, to obviously build our brand and credibility so we're chipping away at that i hope as we end this year and look ahead to next we'll start to see some fly shops pick up on what we're doing because when I go into fly shops and I go into them all over the country because I do travel a fair bit, whether I'm in Tennessee or out in Colorado or soon to be over in Pennsylvania or up in Michigan, uh, just wonderful shops all over the place. I'm sure you're aware of that. And I just I kind of look around and I just don't see what we do. And that's probably either a good opportunity or it might signal something, you know, that is is the market strong enough at the fly shop level for this. But but we'll see. And I'm I'm just hustling, kind of working at it. We'll see where it goes. I, I just firmly believe there's there's room for unique things. And um, I, I got a feeling once these shows kick up and people start seeing these in person, it's going to be a game changer. But uh, that's awesome. Um, back, to, yeah. back to a few questions. Now, are you a, you know, when you're cheering for your team, now I know you've lived a few places around the States, um, are you sure. a Colts guy? Are you a Pacers guy? Uh, you know, w- where do you get your Absolutely. fix in sports? Yeah, for sure. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely a Colts, uh, Colts fan, uh, enjoy the Pacers as well. I'm probably more of a college basketball fan having gone to Indiana university, but, uh, foot football Colts for sure. Certainly was a Broncos fan and got to see them win two Super Bowls when I lived out there. And also, uh, having grown up playing golf, I don't play a whole lot now for, for whatever reason. I, 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 a lot of people are, are like me, I guess, in this respect. I really love watching uh, PGA golf, especially the majors. And so I, and when I think about things I watch and really focus on sports-wise, other than fly fishing, I find myself like glued to the majors of golf uh, each of these weekends uh, throughout the year, whether it's the Masters or the U.S. Open. Wasn't that something with Lefty winning the Masters this year? That one caught me off guard. Yeah, it was uh, definitely uh, hail hail to the old guys. I'm, uh, I got he's got me by a few years, but it was it was really cool to see. I, I think uh, anytime somebody stands the test of time and beats some of the young guns, especially in a sport like golf, uh, which tends to be, at least on the PGA Tour, a little bit younger uh, man sport, uh, at least right now. I thought that was really cool. Definitely something to remember. Who's a couple of golfers that you kind of cheer for? Anybody come to mind? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think like most, uh, I guess I shouldn't say that. I certainly grew up during the Tiger era. So just as a pure athlete, uh, that was an amazing thing to watch, you know, him come in to, to the sport and dominate um, like he did. But yeah, if I step back and think about the current players, uh, I think Jordan Spieth is, is a great player and also seems just like a good guy, sort of an easy guy to yeah. 
to cheer for. And some people feel uh, he's kind of polarizing as a golfer, but Bryson DeChambeau, I, I think he's interesting because he tries new things and he yeah. experiments. And if, if I think about some things that I like to do, at least in business, catch flow, I guess is a good example is, is you won't know till you try. And uh, let's not just assume the market is what we think it is. Let's go find out and put some new ideas and concepts and, and methods and techniques out there and see what happens. I can, I can see Bryson wearing those on tour, you know? With... <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He, he, he might be just uh, experimental enough to do that. Actually, I need to make a note on that, Mark. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's funny. That, that would definitely uh, turn some heads for sure. Um, Absolutely. Biggest lesson you've learned on your fly fishing journey. So if you had to distill down, you know, what it brings into your world, what does fly fishing do for you every day, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. It does a lot of things, which is why I know I do it a lot. That's why I do it a lot. It kind of meets a lot of different interests and needs that I have. And while I'll do it as long as I'm physically and mentally able to for the rest of my life. But I tell you, one thing I have learned is that to me, when I started out, it was about, can I catch fish? That was how I was going to judge my interest in the sport and how I felt about it. But I think I wised up pretty quickly and it, it became more about the journey, going to the place, it, having something to look forward to an adventure and, and just enjoying the journey, which you know, I think a lot of folks recognize the more they spend time in it. And then really catch flow is a great example. Like the people that I meet, like you and I know each other. We're just chatting more or less for the first time here uh, because of, in this case, catch flow. I just think that's a hoot. You know, it's uh, it's a mm-hmm. great way to meet cool, interesting people. And now for me, and I'm, I'm just a decent angler, frankly, I, I'm probably, you know, a, a, a shade above average. So I catch fish most of the time when I go out. But um, I, I've made it less about how many fish and how big a fish did I catch and more like, did I relax? Did I turn my uh, active mind off? Did I, did I go to a new place? Did I meet a new person? That's kind of how yeah. I reflect on fishing and having an outing now. And before it was, you know what? I had a rough outing and I, and I would convince myself that it wasn't as enjoyable. I just, I was missing the bigger picture, you mm-hmm. know, for, for a while. Yeah, that's well put. I like the way you verbalize that. Yeah. Um, you might've just answered this, but the best job you've ever had, are you doing it now? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm in a, a really, I'm in a fortunate place right now in that, uh, my, my day job as I'll just, you know, call it is, is that a young, but super fast growing company actually in the water uh, industry. I won't go into the too much detail there, but we're a tech tech oriented company and, I run a group within that company of other folks and we deliver uh, services and, and product to folks. And so it's a very rewarding, fulfilling place to be We're we're, we're moving and grooving each day. And so I've got, I've got that. And then as I think about growing catchful over time and what, and how it might fit into the next phase of my life, that's really enjoyable too. So you could say that I've got for me personally, at least the best possible going back to that world's uh, word side hustle going, at least for me personally. And I've got uh, a really enjoyable uh, day job that I'm passionate about too. So I've got like a double whammy every day. Yeah, no, that's. I think I think that's important, right? Like if you're going to go out it alone and kind of do these side hustles, you need that security. And when you can kind of balance those two, it's uh, it's pretty hard to beat. Yeah, it uh, it is, and I, I gotta. In this case, it's going to sound a little a little hokey, but I've got to give thanks to the internet because. In this day and age, we sell 
yes, we have a retail dealer program, but it's pretty nascent right now. So we sell direct to consumer through our website and we are continuing to, to chip away and build our Instagram following. So whether it's early in the morning, you know, five, five thirty, six, six thirty in the morning, I'm, I'm up and rolling uh, in the evenings, a little bit here and there over a lunch hour, you can actually build a business and build relationships, build a brand and make product and get it out there in the world without being locked into what folks might think of as a traditional nine to five. And frankly, it's because of the internet. And that is, that's a cool thing. So it's, it's one of the things when folks ask me what I'm up to, I, I try to even strip away for a minute the, the fly fishing focus that we have. And yes, we're a footwear company and a, and a brand that way. And just say, what are your ideas? You'd be surprised at what you can get going with not a ton of money. You just got to put in a lot of sweat, but you also can do it 24 seven. I mean, of course you got to sleep, but you know, we're, we're selling and ship worldwide. And so it's, it's about the U S of course, for us, first and foremost, being based here, but we're selling footwear in Canada uh, to date over in Sweden and Norway and Germany. And the, we got different time zones are working across uh, to me, the internet's like a great equalizer with at least in our case, a direct to consumer uh, effort. Oh, and the shipping, the shipping business is so, so important now, right? I mean, Look at how everything's is. gone online and kind of streamlining that and, and you know, who you're counting on. And I just, um, that's a rabbit hole in itself. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've been navigating that for the last few I months. I have. I have, yeah. As I was putting together the pieces, and I, I know from my other uh, background a fair bit actually about fulfillment and logistics and hard goods and product. And so I was able to bring some of that to of knowledge and, and experience, good, bad, or otherwise, to the table. So one of the first things beyond finding a great partner in Stewart as a designer to kind of compliment me was making sure we found a great partner to, in essence, pick, pack, and ship to fulfill the footwear orders and somebody that had the ability to do that worldwide. <clears throat> because if you look at the stats from the research I've done, there's somewhere between five to seven million what they what folks would consider fly anglers <clears throat> um, in the U.S., but of course, you're up in Canada, I think, right, Mark? I mean, it, it's a worldwide oh, yeah. Uh, sport. Yeah, no, and, for sure. Uh, so we, from day one, we wanted to be uh, able to uh, fulfill, sell and fulfill, et cetera, uh, worldwide. Because you think about places like uh, Europe, um, Northern Europe, of course, New Zealand. You think about, you know, South America. Just there's incredible fly fishing in dozens of countries and regions uh, beyond just the amazing water and lands we have here in, in Canada and the U.S. Yeah, that's well said. I, and I find that with this show, because I, I believe me, I, I'm, I'm talking to people in the U.K., I'm talking to people in Sweden, we're talking to people in South Africa. Sure. And um, yep. I don't want to slam our continent, but I would say my experience is that fashion-savvy people, there's a lot more in Europe... <laughs> <laughs> in, in my opinion and trust me i'm i'm not fashion savvy but the thing i like about these shoes is they're unique yeah. right it's not like yeah. everybody's yeah. gonna have them you know what i mean it's um some of these yeah. are are limited releases too are they not they they are yeah our general approach is to be limited edition with what we do and so we we talk Talk about they're ultimately uh, few, few of a kind. You can think of them that way. Uh, some of our first couple releases we've even stamped. You you may have seen this uh, if you browse the site a little bit. We even stamped them with the month and year that uh, they're they're the edition for. So yeah, that that is part of the hook. And I'll tell you the the most consistent thing. And I've I've not I try to listen 
to uh, our customers, certainly, but also to the market in general. <clears throat> and the way that people have said back to me what we're doing, what it represents to them, is it's a way to ex simply to express their passion off the water. And I just think that is cool and that that's what I'm hearing back from the market. I think I think that's ultimately where the niche is. We happen to do that through footwear. There's, of course, amazing, uh, fun, lifestyle-oriented, fly-fishing-focused apparel brands out there. If you think about hats and shirts and sun hoodies and shorts and, and all that, which is fantastic. What we've done is said, we're about footwear, which is mostly shoes. We also do some socks and some flops, as you may have seen. And yes, we have some brand merchandise. But I think there is a big market if you think about the millions of people that fly fish, whether it's a couple days a year or in my case, a hundred plus days a year, it doesn't to me matter maybe how much you do it. It's like, and if you're into fly fishing, at least my view is it's a sport that really does require <laughs> some effort and some passion. And a lot of people that have that passion would like to express it, you know, beyond the water. Yeah. And that's what, that's, you know, that's certainly what we're hoping for. You know, what I find too is, is, I think of all the artwork I've seen over the years or any paintings, anything, any, anybody, any human has created. It's pretty hard to beat what nature's done, you know, in, in the side of a brook trout or on the side of a char <laughs> well or on the said. side of a brown trout. You know, it's like, it's That's a canvas. Said. Yeah, it's a canvas to it me. Is. And I, 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 I'm blown away. I had a fellow on and he was fly fishing in Japan and, uh, I don't know if you've seen some of those uh, wild char they have there, but it looked like a painting, just lots <laughs> of white and red and black and just, just the, the circles, almost like on a brown trout, but it just was like, wow, who thought that yeah, up, it, you know? It, it, it's incredible. It's like, uh, it's like infinite inspiration. In fact, one of the, the challenges that uh, I'll say I have, just because I'm responsible for our product development giving direction to Stuart who can create and craft from his mind as a blank canvas, anything, frankly, that's why he's amazing. But it's of all the themes and all the directions we could go, what, first of all, what does the market want or what might they most be interested in? But like, what do we do next? And so what I try to do is not work too, too far ahead. Like we've got our, our theme schedule laid out for the rest of 2021. But as we get to the end of this year, I'll start to lay out all of 2022. And I got 12 shots at it because we do monthly releases, whether it's one or six or gosh, back in July, we released uh, 18 models that were basically colorized differently, same core design. So it's it's a blessing and a curse, man, mm, well, for sure. It. There's so much so much uh, inspiration out there. So talk to me about the style of footwear. So I, I, I've i seen some yep. kind of high tops. I've seen some more casual and some kind of more dressy shoes. Like talk to me about the type of shoes and kind of the price range that they're, they're in and around. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, uh, as your listeners are hopefully uh, up, uh, interested in checking out what we're doing, the, the word I just would kind of reinforce is casual, 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 casual. Think about it from 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 house uh, down to the water, uh, from the water to town to the bar back to home. So it's it's that kind of footwear. And right now we have three different styles of shoes. One is your classic, I'll say van style. So your classic uh, slip on, a canvas slip on. Uh, we also have a fly knit. So if you ever had uh, tried on some of the different, whether it's Adidas or Nike, they have a very sock, you know, kind of a sock. Yep. yep foot hugging feel we have a really uh, cool offering that's actually my personal favorite is the fly nets i don't i don't know why it just kind of fits my foot well so we have a fly nets 
And then we have, uh, they're ultimately faux leather, but it's a leather lace-up sneaker, low top. So right now, those are our three styles for men and for women. And our men's and women's sizes go down far enough that also I'll say your tweens and teens um, certainly can come in and grab a pair of catch flows too. And then lastly, on the kid side, just because creating fly fishing themed footwear for all is literally in our mission statement. So all means just that all types and skills and ability and interests of anglers, uh, men, women, and kids from the jumps. We have two kids uh, styles. One is a high top, a, a little canvas high top. And then the other is actually, I'll say for the littlest of kiddos, it's a little, a fun little Velcro uh, sneaker as well. Perfect. I, I, for some reason thought in my own mind, when you said little kids, I'm thinking like fry and I'm thinking you're going to have some kind of like uh, fish minnow names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're we have a lot. We can have a lot of different creativity we can come up with on the on the kid side. And I think Mark, you also were asking about our, our price points or our price ranges. Yeah. So yeah. Our, our our shoes and this in, this is real important. I hope your hope your listeners will appreciate this. So our pricing includes free shipping. So shipping is included and free returns. So we're we're a no risk product. If you think about which I think is really important. If you're going to sell direct to consumer online and you're going to do shoes by gosh, you got to offer free returns. You just got to. So we do that, but we are anywhere from 71 to $75 okay. across the line of products. And with our kids shoes, they're just a little North of 50. I think we're at 51 and 53 respectively for the two kids offerings. But we, uh, we, we try to be, um, not try to be. We from our from our research, we think we're a good value, and I tell you that that shipping because that can sneak up on you. Sometimes what you find if you go out looking for shoes is maybe a shoe's sixty nine ninety nine, but the next thing you know you got six ninety nine into it for shipping, and you don't like it, and then you got six ninety nine back into shipping to get the damn thing back. Right. Next thing you know you got you're 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 way too much out of pocket, <laughs> let alone the hassle. So we try to make it simple. Something we should talk about too is. Um... 2% of what you're doing here is going to a couple of good causes. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you asking about that. That is something that was important to me personally and also just in business. We want to try to lead by example. So first of all, we just feel like uh, businesses in their own way uh, should seek to give back in their own way, whatever that looks like for them. So for us, when we started the company, it was uh, taking a portion of our sales, in our case, 2%. And then identifying uh, causes that were that just kind of resonated with us that we felt are important causes because there has to be for us a conviction in who those dollars are going to and it, we felt it was very much kind of our uh, our sense of what was most important to us so um, we ended up um, uh, identifying and, and picking Project Healing Waters and I'll tell you the reason for that because we do get asked a fair bit so how did you land on on these particular uh, entities so. Well, I am uh, not a veteran. Um, I have just an amazing, immense respect for you know all service members, you know veterans as well as currently serving. But for me, what Project Healing Waters, at least how it connects to me, is what I'll call like the therapeutic healing power of fly fishing, which in my opinion is real, and it's helped me at various times deal with some anxiety uh, over the years, just to be candid and fairly transparent here. Mm -hmm. So I just believe in how they deploy that to help folks that are, are struggling. So I just think they're, 
they're a great organization. And I'm actually in the midst. I've got a couple steps to go of being uh, certified. They have a nice, rigorous, um, fairly rigorous way to get vetted and certified to go out and then help and be a, a volunteer locally or regionally with them. So that's Project Healing Waters. And then Casting for Recovery is the other organization. And that actually is extra personal in that my wife is a breast cancer survivor from a couple of years ago. And they're just, they just do a great job. And if you talk to people that are currently involved with that organization and their consistency and how they've built it over the years and the impact it has on people, because I've talked to some folks that uh, are a part of it and have gone to some of their retreats and get togethers, it's, it's just a great organization. So the bottom line is 2% comes into like a kitty. Think of that, uh, that we, we, we put off to the side. And at the, at the end of the year, we will give half to project healing waters and then half to casting for recovery out of that 2%. Yeah. Good stuff. I know I've had, I've had casting for recovery on the show. I, I think I was, I was at the fly fishing show and they had a booth set up there and I just started chatting away and uh, that turned into a, into a, a good friend and, and a good show. And yeah, there's a couple of causes that are uh, doing some really good yeah. things. And I think the fact that what we get out of fly fishing, it's always a constant and, and, and things like that, it, there's therapy involved, right? I mean, you just mentioned, you know, whether it's anxiety you're dealing with or just getting your mind off of things. Imagine, imagine what it does yes. for veterans or people that have been through some traumatic experiences and, and I think the, the casting for recovery, you've got a lot of kindred spirits that have been through a lot of the same situations. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I can't think of a better yeah. place to put it. So, yeah, well, I appreciate you asking about it and, and your perspective on it too. It's just nice to be able to, to, to talk about it. And it's just an important part of what we're doing when people can picture, uh, 2% of their purchase. Um, it's not like 2% of our profit. It is 2% of our sales wow. going to those organizations. I think it's a nice, a nice connection for them. Yeah. Um, so where where's the best place to have a look at your footwear i mean i know you're very active on instagram i know you've got the dot com um where sure. do we find the footwear you're creating with catch flow yeah you just nailed you just nailed the two places um as a uh, young we'll call it upstart company and brand uh, there's a lot of things you can do to put yourself out there but you only have so much time and and money, uh, frankly. So what we have done is focused, uh, as far as digital media, social media goes, uh, exclusively on Instagram. So we are at uh, Catch Flow, and that's F-L-O, so Catch Flow on Instagram. And we've been able to go from, as I mentioned back in mid-May, a cold-ish start, right? Just getting going, frankly, coming out of nowhere is a lot of folks have mentioned like where where the hell have you guys been and where did you come from to creeping up on 700 followers so we're off to we think a pretty good start so instagram super active there posts and stories uh, every day or nearly every day and then of course our website which is catchflow.com and it's flo so catchflow.com so on the website you can see all the products we currently offer and also of course can buy and get that uh, free shipping and free returns offering and we do shoes. Uh, we also do socks. And we have uh, what we call catch flops. So they're flip flops. And then last, uh, last but uh, I guess you'd say least but not least is our brand merch. So if somebody wants to grab a whole variety of hats uh, just to rep the brand, we certainly have those for sale too. Good stuff. I, I love what you're up to, Dan. And as always, it's so, so nice to catch up with you. And I know you're just going to knock this one out of the park. So 
Um, we'll, we'll look for it eventually in fly shops, I'm sure. But for now, it's online catch flow. Um, thanks for taking the time uh, time to t- chat with us tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah, enjoyed it, Mark. And hey, there's one thing I wanted to, to make available as an offer to your uh, listeners. Sure. And that would be, um, I'm going to create a discount code and share that uh, with you. And then as the, share, the show goes, uh, goes to air, it'll just be uh, an offer for a 10% off uh, purchase of shoes uh, that you can then share out to your listeners. Awesome. That will do for, for a certain period of time, just as a quick nod to all that you're doing, the opportunity you've given us here, and it's just been great being on with you. Well, I appreciate that. I'll put that on the show notes. It'll be on all of the uh, social that I put out there when this show airs a few weeks from from when we're actually chatting. So, again, we've been chatting with Dan Morris. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Mark. Enjoyed it. Have a good night. Dan Moyers from Catchflow out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Artist, crafted, fly fishing-themed footwear. Check him out. The Fly Fishing 97 podcast is brought to you by theflycrate.com. Thank you for listening to the Fly Fishing 97 podcast. Your feedback matters. Let us know if there's a person or topic you'd like discussed. Email us at mark at flyfishing97.com. Until next time, tight lines and we'll see you on the water. Mm-hmm.